Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we're reading Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. And today we're here to talk about uh, chapters 19 and 20 of Dune Messiah. Yes, you are. Two big ones. Two big ones. Juicy, juicy chapters. Yeah, I mean, they're not long, but there's a lot going on. It's. I hope everyone is, wants the Duncan show. Uh huh. It's the Duncan show getting. this week. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. His name is Hate. Oh my god. The number of times <laughs> in these two chapters that someone's like, "So Duncan," and he's like, "Don't call me that. It's weird." <laughs> my name's Hate. No, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> the fact remains that I don't want to say that in conversation. So yeah, what a weird thing to just walk up to someone and be like, "What's up, Hate?" What's going on, hate? And there's a point where there's a bird play where someone's talking about hate, the f- emotion, and they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> or do we mean you? And it's like, what? No. <laughs> Even people in the text think it's silly. Yeah. It is. It's a it's a ridiculous name to give a character, so whatever. Uh, but yeah, these are two uh, hate slash Duncan heavy chapters. Yeah. Poor dude. He's mm-hmm. he's get he's getting put through it this week. Oh yeah, he he did not bank on what was coming up when he re-entered <laughs> these lives. He was like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. There's too much. much going on here. Yeah, so looks like Paul has sent him to question Bajaz, and Bajaz is kind of not having that. He's got an agenda all his own. Mm-hmm. But okay. Oh, yeah, I just looked at the epigraph and the name of it. So it is from the Dune Book of Arulan, but it's Dune Book, uh, D-U-N-E-B-U-K. Mm-hmm. And it go. oh, what is this? All right. Oh, boy. Tabana was an apologist for Socratic Christianity, probably a native of Four Anbus, who lived between the 8th and 9th centuries before Carino, likely in the second reign of Dolomac. Of his writings, only a portion survives from which this fragment is taken. The hearts of all men dwell in the same wilderness. Whatever that means. (laughs) That's a lot of world-building nonsense. When I used to... When I was a kid, I never had the patience to write anything. I just liked to map things out. Mm-hmm. So I'd come up with a lot of character names. I was big on family trees, things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's that entire paragraph is entirely just something I would have written where it's like, oh, yeah, in the third year of Sunshine, <laughs> uh, when Lysiana was empress and <laughs> the mountains were on fire. Yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> that sounds historical. <laughs> like, does it? <laughs> Yikes. Oh. Well, that would make you a writer, I suppose. It makes me a very good storyboarder. (laughs) (laughs) That has always been my problem uh, with fiction, is that I am pretty good, I will say so, at coming up with stories. It's just that then they have to have the the rest of it. You can't just give someone an outline and be like, here's a story. Oh, all of the mechanical, like, you know, I have to get them to the from point A to point B stuff is very boring like writing is a fun thing but it can be just mind not mind numbingly dull at other times 
Yeah, especially when you've got the big uh, moments in your head, because then it's like, but I don't Mm want to talk about this other stuff. I want the next (laughs) cool thing to happen. But I've read books that are just a succession of cool things happening, and they're not, they don't tend to be very good. Yeah, that's the thing. Unfortunately. Yeah, you need it to be a seasoning, not a main course. Exactly. Uh, That's been Writing Corner. (laughs) Yeah, uh, now let's get back to uh, Bajaz. Oh boy. Hate. This chapter, buddy, I tell you. So everyone knows that there's something up with Bajaz. I think there's like no secret to it. Everyone's been waiting for this. Yeah, there's more to him than meets the eye. Yeah, we we've been told up to this point that he was just, you know, sort of the living message that he had the names of all of the conspirators like in which his brain he does. which he does yeah but it's not his fair. only purpose Mm-mm. so uh, the gola comes in he's just like hi i'm hate and he's like no you're not you're duncan idaho <laughs> right away with the sass because i was there when they put your dead flesh into the tank and i was there when they removed it and he's like Ugh. <laughs> he's like boy we had a tough time with your flesh oh yeah i didn't want to come back Uh, I mean, who would, frankly? Right. This is not a pleasant... I can't imagine this is great. No. Uh, So, hate has been sent by Paul because he wants him to question Vijaz and find out what what his point is. Like, what were you Mm -hmm. sent her to do? Because we suspect that that the Talaxi wouldn't have made you just to be this message. What's the point of you? (laughs) Excuse me, sir. What is the point of you? Uh... So, of course, Bajaz is just like, what if I sing some songs? And he says yeah. that I am the Talaxu, and so are you. And Hate doesn't like that very much. She's like, mm. Nope. He tells them they're brothers, that they were grown in the same tank. At one point, Hate's like, uh, I could tell the guards to come in here and strangle you right now. He's like, wow, when did you become so lame? <laughs> yeah. You used to be cool, bro. What is this? <laughs> That is very much what's going on here. He starts to sing, and Hate is not loving that. It makes him feel real, real, real weird. Uh, yeah, Hate half wants to know if any of this stuff that he's saying about no, you know, seeing him in the tanks and whatnot is true. But he also doesn't mm-hmm. want to ask about that because that's uncomfortable. You know, when you're mm-hmm. a clone, you probably don't want to ask too many questions about it. Yeah. And also because something else is happening inside his head. So as they're talking, uh, Bajaz is just asking lots of really pointed questions. He asks about Alia. Mm -hmm. Because he says, you know, he's not there to do anything to Maudib. He's like, that's, you know, what a dumb question. That's not why I'm here. Yeah. So Hate's like, okay, then you're here to do something to Alia. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I'm here to check her out because she's really pretty like uh what's up with her like she's so yeah. pretty she's so hot um, we get more she is the the virgin and the whore shit which i don't care for uh they also call her the fish monster <laughs> which i just don't even know if i want to address frankly no um, but he does pajaz does ask you know how is it that i hear your blood boiling when you speak of her and he's like, mm-hmm. we are not here to talk about my crush on Alia right now. Shut right. up. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a big point because 
But Jazz points out that, because Hate says, well, if he attacks Alia, to attack Alia is to attack her brother. And Bajaz says, mm-hmm. well, everyone knows that because they're two halves of the same being, basically. Right. Uh, and Hate says, well, that's one of the things that the Fremen in the desert, the ones who have started a blood sacrifice and whatnot, that's something that they say. That's one of their beliefs is that Paul and Alia are like, you know, two halves of one one creature, one male, one female. Mm-hmm. And Bajaz is just like, eh, whatever. Like, who are you to say anything? Excuse me. Who are you to say anything is nonsense? Like, look at you. Like, what even are you? you? You're grown in a tank, dude. Um, He's just like, you know, everyone's always preaching at me and praying. Uh, They're the most dangerous creation the universe has ever seen. Their own mother refuses to live on the same planet with them. Harsh. Very harsh. But true. It's true. Hate's like, that's not what I asked. He's like, yeah, but it's true, isn't it? Woo! (laughs) So then it kind of gets to, like, he starts to realize that, like, there's something in this, like, tone that Bajaz is singing that it's, like, Mm -hmm. you know, very Manchurian candidate trigger type stuff. Like, here's your instructions. The Winter Um, Soldier. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he's giving, he's giving uh hate his instructions basically like laying it all out for him what's gonna happen um that paul's gonna come to to him and say you know she's gone and be bereft and hate's job is to i guess pitch yeah <laughs> a new, pitch to paul <laughs> a new uh cheney golda like, hey, we can make her better. We have the technology. Yeah, basically, so so Bajaz is, is hypnotizing hate. He's activating yeah. part of his, his brain. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and his entire purpose is, yeah, basically, so Paul is going to come to him and he's going to say she is gone. They do not specify who this is about. It's supposed to be, you know, we believe that it's it's Chani, but then later there's a moment where he considers that it might be Alia. Basically, mm-hmm. he's like, no women can die. Like, nothing yeah. bad can happen to any women. So he never says that <laughs> sentence. And that, yeah, then he's just supposed to be like, wouldn't you love it if you could have a super Cheney who never got old, that was super yeah. hotter, and could wouldn't argue with you babies. all the time? Yeah. All you and have to do. All the only, just such a small little thing. little tiny thing. A little bitty just payment. Just tiny. Give up all of his chome holdings. All uh, of them. Renounce his godhead. <laughs> go live beyond the known universe. Just, you know, a little private island planet. Just him and Chaney doing it, having babies. And the thing is, is that if they had pitched this like five years earlier, he'd have done mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, it's not with a Gola because they wouldn't have needed one. But yeah, you guys are a little too late. Like, this is, he's not. There's no hope for that kind of plan to work now. Yeah. One other thing that I thought was interesting was uh, Bajaz tells Hate that the Telexo aren't just in the business of making golas, that they're there. They're basically like, you know, whatever you need, sort of a supply chain, Mm -hmm. (laughs) clearing house sort of thing. And he gets into like war is good for is good for us. It's good business. It's good business for everybody, pretty much, except for the people, you know, being killed. Um, 
so he kind of wants they they want more than just to make that you know to have Paul's power. I mean, to have his power and to have his resources, I guess, on hand is mm-hmm. really their main goal. And his big point is that Bajaz keeps in saying, you know, this is what this will awaken Duncan Idaho. Like this is that like mm-hmm. he's giving him basically a name of two sides of his personality, and one is hate, the one that he's he is right now. And he's treating this idea of Duncan Idaho as someone who would do what has to be done. Like, he would offer this to Paul because he would want Paul to be happy. Yeah. He, you know, says, Duncan Idaho, killer extraordinary, which I think should be extraordinaire, but all right, Bajaz. Like, yeah. all right, it's the future. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Sure. Lover of many women, which we all knew. I think we all knew yeah. that. Duh. Swordsman soldier, Atreides field hand on the field of battle. Duncan Idaho. I just like how often they keep saying it. Duncan Idaho. Yeah. Idaho. And he's like, I don't Duncan want you to say that anymore. Idaho. Like, Please stop <laughs> saying my name. It's weird. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, this is also when he, uh, this is the first time that Hate finds out that Paul is a Harkonnen, technically. Yes. Through their uh, mother. And he's just like, see, you don't like the Harkonnens, so mm-hmm. it should be really easy for you to do this. To kill because, one. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't worry about it. You know, and he's just, he's like, Harkonnens do this. Like, a Harkonnen would be like, yeah, give me a Gola. Like, awesome. <laughs> kind of surprised yeah. the Baron didn't have about 25. <laughs> just like little creepy clone lads or something yeah so that's that's their whole thing and then it's you know kind of snaps his fingers and hates just like well i came in here to question you yeah yeah he sort of is like uh he feels like he's been interrupted in the middle of a thought so he doesn't actually remember getting Mm -hmm. these instructions he just knows like not till he's activated again right something feels weird something's up with this little dude and i don't know if i like him and you're trying to mess with me. And Bajaz is like, no, I'm just trying to just, we just want you to do a kindness. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Like, That's it. Does he say, now, Megan, mm. this part was, I was kind of unclear on. Bajaz tells, hey, like, why would we just make, why would we just make one Gola when we could make two? So is he trying to say that he wants, they want to make a Gola of Paul? Um, I mean, that seems like kind of what I thought that was kind of what they were hinting at. Like maybe they were going to replace them with like their own creature. I think it's that he's, I think what he says to Gola is that one that he's referring to, to hate that he's just like, oh, they'll have okay. two in the court, okay. you and then this new, this Gola of, of Chani. Right. Uh, okay. No, I also like sense. the little thing where he says, like, you'll have to tell her to, you'll tell him to hurry because flesh decays and the flesh must be preserved, which mm. I know he means, like, the moment she dies, he needs to, like, get, you know, that going, yeah. the process going. But it mm. also does sort of sound like he's just like, or he could just, like, I don't know, kill her right now. Just, like, toss her in something. It's like, no, <laughs> but jazz, like. What the hell, dude? <laughs> like, oh, this just got uncomfortable. Yeah. And yes, that's the beginning of poor Hate's day. 
Yeah. Yeah. So now we get into the next chapter, which is, oh, buddy, it's a lot. Oh, my God. It's short, but man, it packs a punch. This chapter. I'll take this. uh, Yeah. Okay. This epigraph. So this comes from the Dune Gospels. Uh, Here we go. The sequential nature of actual events is not illuminated with lengthy precision by the powers of prescience, except under the most extraordinary circumstances. The oracle grasps incidents cut out of the historic chain. Eternity moves. It inflicts itself upon the oracle and the supplicate alike. Let Muad'Dib's subjects doubt his majesty and his oracular visions. Let them deny his powers. Never, let them never doubt eternity. Yeah. Oh boy. So this chapter, uh, it's all about Mm -hmm. my baby. Yes. This is all about Alia. So hate is sort of up on like a balcony or, you know, they have lots and lots of those. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's watching Alia as she comes back from the temple from making her, you know, nightly appearance or whatever. Right. To come back to her living area. And Mm -hmm. he's sort of just watching her and he's thinking about how she doesn't really belong here. She should be, you know, she belongs back out in the desert. Like she's... More Fremen than Paul ever was. Yeah. You know, that's been her whole world. And as people have mentioned before, she's still, she's out of place here, even though yeah. so much of her life has been spent in this sort of big, royal, fancy, indoor living. Like, that's not mm-hmm. really what she's cut out for. Uh, he sister's thinking about her. He remembers seeing, like, basically a picture of her at a party where she was wearing a white dress and she looked mm-hmm. real pretty. And he's just like, oh... He's feeling very uncomfortable because even though he doesn't know what made him uneasy about the meeting with Bajaz, it it makes him uneasy. Yeah, it's left uh, some kind of impression on him. So Alia goes into her room and he's just like, all right, something's wrong with her. Like, I can tell that something's wrong. So he walks yeah. back out uh, onto the connecting balcony and she's out there. Yeah. And she so is. <laughs> she, she is high as a kite. She is tripping so many balls. She has taken a giant po- potion of melange, the yeah. largest she's ever taken. And the book actually says a massive overdose. And I'm like, ah! So she was scared even before it started to work. So it hasn't even really mm-hmm. kicked in yet, but she's just like terrified waiting for it to kick in. Yeah. She is trying to find out what's going to happen because she cannot see enough of the future. And she's blaming it on this fog that she's saying is caused by the Dune Tarot. Yeah. And the, she thinks this is her only way to get answers because Paul won't give her any. She doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Her mom moved away. She's got a crush <laughs> on this guy. And yeah. like stuff is going on and she doesn't. And I'm sure on some level she's like, why does my brother not know he's having twins? <laughs> right. Yeah, she's just kind of, she's trying to hold, I feel like Alia is the one that's kind of trying to hold everything together. She's trying to keep things, you know, nice and normal. Well, I'm not going to say nice and normal, but she's trying to keep things running (laughs) for like Paul and Chaney and and everyone, you know. She's trying to be like the head of the church. She's trying to help fill in and, you know, run things when Paul's off in the desert Taking Cheney to have babies. 
And so she's she's thinking you know, she's trying to see how what Paul sees because you know Paul mm-hmm. can see enough that he doesn't need his physical eyes, and she's like, but I I need to see that I need to know what's going to happen. Yeah. So hate walks up and she's like, damn it, why are you so hot? <laughs> can we talk about this whole thing you're doing? Yeah. Which is how you're so perfect, and. You know, and she's like, the shadow and blazing light, a product of the process which had revived his dead flesh and of something intensely pure and innocent. He was innocence under siege. Yeah. Because, you know, he's, yeah, he's sort of, he was created out of a tank at the age Mm -hmm. of like 30. So, yeah, you know, in a way, she does have more experience with everything in the world. (laughs) than he has because he's existed for like six months that's interesting and it's like a good it's sort of it's what makes them such an interesting pairing because they're the two characters that are both have worlds of experience and no experience at all exactly at the same time yeah uh because she almost sort of is a gola you know like she has her own consciousness but it's intensely based on other people's Mm -hmm. uh and the only real difference is that she was born like a regular person yeah so she calls him duncan and he's like so why are you calling me duncan and she says (laughs) shut up (laughs) just don't question me like don't talk (laughs) to me now dude don't talk stand there look pretty (laughs) uh yeah and she says only gods can safely risk perfection it's a dangerous (laughs) thing for a man and he's like stop talking about me (laughs) dude uh and she keeps, he's just like, Duncan died. Like, I'm not him. Duncan yeah. died. And yes, I was made from his flesh, but that doesn't make me him. Mm-hmm. And even with like, she's looking at the his metal eyes and they've got little facets. She's just like, oh my God. He's so pretty. <laughs> and he then he's like, uh, are you messed that- up right now? <laughs> that whole this whole sequence i think also just like gets to me because as we've you know multiple times in the past have talked about our love of romance novels i feel like there's yeah. so many parts in those where a dude is super hot and the girl's just like you know what this needs to stop <laughs> yep what are you doing walking around <laughs> like this Screw i you. know how dare you and the poor guy is just going what if you are ever lucky enough to watch anything with our good friend Sammy C, she does this all the time. <laughs> we watched the 2007 version of Persuasion, and she had never seen it. And, you know, Rupert Pedry Jones is quite mm-hmm. a biscuit. He's a tall drink of water. And the whole movie, she just sat there like, shut up. How dare you? How what? dare you look like that? I did that throughout all of uh, Crimson Peak. Yeah. It's like, oh, Thomas Hiddleston, I'm angry at you. Yeah. This is furious. I'm furious (laughs) at you right now. So he's, yeah, he's like, are you feeling okay? Are you sick? She's like, are you talking? (laughs) She's like, was it you? Was it Duncan Idaho? Was it this Gola? Like, what's happening right now? Paul would know. I wish I knew stuff like Paul. Oh, boy. (laughs) You're messed up. So she starts explaining. She's like, you know, my mom was Betty Jesuit. I don't know if you know that. And he's like, yeah, no, I knew that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. And 
he's like, you know, but I'm, she's saying like, I'm not a Bene Gesserit, but I am a Bene Gesserit, but like, I'm part of their breeding program, but I'm also like, I should be promoting it, but mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't understand it. And the Betty, he's like, well, you know, I like this part where she's just like gripping the balcony and he's just like watching her hands like, oh boy. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, honey. <laughs> Um, she says she's, that the Benny she's doing Gesserit... that. She's doing that deep breathing, like when you're super drunk. You're just oh, like, oh, yeah. okay, Ooh, I'm taking another breath. I'm thinking about this. <laughs> okay, he's like, oh boy, filling my lungs and exhale. <laughs> he's doing that hover thing where you're like, okay, um, are you gonna need a bucket? <laughs> Why don't you go lay down? Yeah, uh, the... I bet the bathroom floors feel really nice in that. Oh, it's so cool. Keep. Yeah, so cool. Oh, you know, they're beautiful. like Just either some kind of stone or semi-precious gem. It's all or tile. Something. Yeah. That's so, it's so, it's like Minecraft where you can just make everything diamonds. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, what? My house is made of diamonds. Yours isn't? <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't want diamonds, but yeah, like an amethyst floor. Think of it. Oh think my of God. It. The vibes. Amethyst tiles. The vibes. Yeah. The vibes. The vibes. Mm, just perfection. Yeah. Uh, so she's just like the Betty Jesuit. She said the Betty Jesuit stumbled, mm-hmm. and they want to regain their balance by leaping beyond my brother because he he does this Zenzuni thing where he says, you know, when you stumble, you may regain your balance by jumping beyond the thing that tripped you. Which I, mm-hmm. I like that actually. Like no, that's that fair. Is, it's like not that. often that there are useful little nuggets in these books. And I, <laughs> Especially I when like the Zenzuni start talking. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good one. And so she says, you know, they want, they want Chani's baby or they want my baby. And he's just and like, he's well, like, are you pregnant? She's like, what? Are you a child? He's <laughs> just like, Dude. And she's so far, now she's gone so far into the spice trance that she's not entirely certain of where mm-hmm. she is in time. Yeah. So she's like, maybe? Because <laughs> I think maybe I could be pregnant in some timeline, but I don't think that's right now. Mm-hmm. Also, with who? I like that he's just probably doing that attitude of, like, I don't really care. I don't yeah. care, but, like, are you pregnant? <laughs> Do you, like, hook up with somebody? I don't know. I'm just, just asking. I don't care. Well, yeah, and then he decides to say the worst thing you can say to a girl that is tripping. <laughs> like, uh, you know the Bene Gesserit want you to have a baby with your brother, right? Oh, my God. And she's like, uh, don't tell me that. I don't blame her. I don't want to hear that shit either. She's like, that's gross. Please don't talk <laughs> about that. And he's, he's meanwhile doing this whole thing where he's like, uh, I think you've taken a lot of spice. She's like, fuck yeah, I took a lot of spice. Where have you been? Dude. <laughs> he's like, was it a dangerous dose? And she's just like, was it a dangerous dose? Yeah. <laughs> so how much of spice did you take? <laughs> nature of horse prescience he's like oh my god okay just tell me words are gross machinery <laughs> she's like look at the shield wall and she's just like looking at him and she's like you're old you're young you're yourself again you're not yourself like i don't know what's happening he's also really freaked out because some part of his brain is like no one in the royal no woman in the royal family can die because mm-hmm. that something will happen if that like, yeah. if Paul comes to me and says that someone, something has happened, I know something, there's something that's going to go. Yeah. 
He doesn't know who. He just knows it can't be one of the women. Yeah, because she's saying she can't. She's envisioning. She's seeing some future where she could possibly be pregnant. But mm-hmm. she can't see who the father of that child would be. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, uh... I like how this part they have to mention that it was his mentat logic because this is not a person talking. This is a computer going, well, you know, they want you to have a baby with your brother. She's like, ah! <laughs> but this is where things get a little more romance novel-y because oh, yeah. he was like, um, she was like, I need to see the future. And he says, there's no future if you die. And I'm like, oh. He's like, I'm going to get the doctor. Oh, and she, they also do the classic, she turns to leave and he grabs her wrist. Very K-drama. Yeah. I approve. Oh, yeah. uh, she's like, no, I have to have this vision. Do not call a doctor. Do not bring me down from this dude. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing of all time happens, which she says, you are going inside. And she says, you can't hold the whirlwind. Which is <laughs> <laughs> like, Alia, baby. <laughs> You're high. I'm going to say that the next time I take an edible. <laughs> Brian tries to help me off the couch. Like, come on, it's time to go to bed. No, you can't hold the whirlwind. <laughs> I'm a whirlwind of Cheetos. <laughs> Cat hair, I guess. She, you know, when he grabs her hand, she's like, I like that. But also, I don't. Don't touch <laughs> me. He's like, you got to get the doctor. She's like, no, you don't the understand whole, what's happening. I need to see she's the thinking, future. Like, He's so dumb. He's so dense. He loves me. (laughs) She's like, there's something happening. There is a gap. Like, he takes her inside and he's just like, you need to calm down. You need to lay down and let me get you a doctor. Let me get you some help. The immortal Saint Taylor of the Swift. You need to calm down. Uh, I also like that she, when she lays down, it's saying the bed flows with many bodies because they're all hers because she's seeing everything. Like, it's like Mm -hmm. a time flip. But I also just like that that's maybe just because she's fucked up. She's just like, oh, my God, everything's moving. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, boy. (laughs) So she's looking at him and she's just like, because someone comes and, like, holds her and she Mm -hmm. realizes that it's him. And she's just like, you know... Hi. This is what she just says, like, hey. Yeah, she thinks, okay, this is, I like this line. I like this line a bit. She thinks, he is the crucible, she thought. He is danger and salvation. Yeah. Uh, She kind of comes to, because she realizes that he loves her, and she kind Mm -hmm. of is able to cling to that, and it steadies her. And then she starts coming out because she gets uh, her stomach pumped, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the medics, and he's snapping at, at hate for not calling him sooner. Yeah, he and doesn't want to leave her alone with him. He's like, it's not seemly. And she's she like, wants him That's... to stay. <laughs> and she's like, he's like, well, the medic's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And she's like, yeah, you don't tell me what's a good idea. <laughs> right. I'm the boss of you. They also, the medic thinks that she was poisoned because he's like, well, you know how much melange to take. So there's no way that you would have done this on purpose. And she's like, you know what? Why don't you get out of here? I know what I took. And he's like, I'm going to tell your brother. Yeah. He leaves to go snitch. I wish he had been like snitch. You know what snitches get, right? 
and then she kind of she realizes what she has finally kind of seen Paul's vision. Mm-hmm. And she sort of sees what might happen, what's going to happen, what's going to happen to Paul, which is yeah. yet to come. So we won't get too into that. But so she starts to cry, but she doesn't want to because it's a waste of water. Yeah. Uh, this is the part where she's like, well, why is Paul doing this? You know, mm-hmm. is it hate? And <laughs> the goal is he, like, what? Do Were you talking to me? <laughs> like, no, dude, your name is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> And now this is when my little heart just begins to break. Oh my gosh, it's so upsetting. <gasps> She's like, she I says, just want to be normal. She says, I could, if, only, if I could only burn this thing out of me, I didn't want to be different. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just go to sleep, sweetie. Like, it's cool. And she says, I wanted to be able to laugh, but I'm sister to an emperor who's worshipped as a god. People fear me. I never wanted to be feared. I don't want to be part of history. I just want to love and be loved. Mm. And then he says, and, you are loved. Aw. <laughs> she calls him Duncan again. And he's like, uh-huh, mm. yeah. <laughs> stop. So she asks if he loves her. And he says, yes. Mm-hmm. And then she just says, you know, she says, why am I afraid to believe you? Like, <laughs> and she says, be a man, not a mentat. And he's like, I'm a mentat and a man. I like how he won't. She's basically like, so are we going to be like a thing or what? And he will not answer her. Yeah. He's like, "Mm, would you agree to a situationship? She's like, will you make me your woman? He's like, I'll do what love demands. And she's like, that's not what. (laughs) She's like, before I pass out, are you my boyfriend? Yeah. (laughs) Are we in a relationship right now? (laughs) He's still ambiguous, but he realized that he's feeling emotions. Yup. You've got him feeling (laughs) emotions. And then she's like, I have emotions too. Like, oh man, I think (laughs) I love him. Would you just go to sleep already? (laughs) She says, don't let me go. And she starts saying like, you know, it's, this is all like, everything is going to go wrong for Paul. Yeah, like, he, she says they, they drive him to destroy himself. This is too much weight, too much grief. They seduce him away from love. Because now mm-hmm. she's got, you know, since she's in love, everything's love. Right. I mean, she's also right, but it's also mm-hmm. a little bit of like, I have a boyfriend. He won't say <laughs> he's my boyfriend, but he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the part where she's like, they're creating a universe where he won't permit himself to live. And he says, who is doing this? And she's like, he is. Oh, my God. I love you, but you're stupid. (laughs) And Um, then she passes out. And she kind of, this is a sad part because she has a vision of possibly being pregnant and having a baby. This will not actually come to pass. I'm just spoiling that right now. So it is very sad uh, when you've read more of these books. But I just, I do love that right before she passes out, she's just like, I love you so much, but you're so stupid. <laughs> uh, why don't you know she, what's happening? She knows that this child that might or might not be one thing for certain was that it would be like her. It would be pre-born. Mm. Which, Which I got to think at that case, I'd be like, well, sorry, future kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't I'm not see, doing this to you. Yeah. I wouldn't see Alia choosing to have a child. Knowing no, that. no. Because, I mean, she literally just got done crying in yeah. his arms about how she just wanted to be normal. 
Yeah. And she doesn't bring it up, but I bet she would have liked it if her mom stuck around. Yeah. <laughs> just this whole, like, I just wanted to laugh and be, like, a normal person and be in love and have fun and have friends. Mm-hmm. But instead, my brother is the god and I have to be his sister. Yeah. She just wanted to be, like, a good, normal Fremen girl. Mm-hmm. Doing her normal Fremen things. But I just also really like that she's consistently just, I love you, and you're so handsome and loyal and amazing, but you are very stupid. so stupid. God, you're so dense. (laughs) Why are you so dense? Why don't you understand what's happening? It is really quite simple. If you have prescience and can see the future. I'm a mentat. And she's like, I'm a mentat. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm just being logical. And she's like, meh. You're so dumb for a mentat. (laughs) That is, unfortunately, something that will continue to later in their relationship. There will yeah. be some scenes where he's like, I think some stuff is going wrong, honey. And she's like, meh. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking Idaho. I know, I know stuff. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's not cool, babe. Like, yikes. <laughs> oh, poor Alia. Oh, poor Alia. <laughs> so, I- yeah. Wow, how many chapters do we have left, Megan? Oh my gosh, so I actually have them marked out, so let me see here. Well, we've got, next time we will have mm-hmm. two, uh, there's like three, three left. Three left, so maybe, possibly, only one episode left of this season. Yeah, they're very short. Yeah, so we might just mash them, do the last, the last three in one episode, so. But that does not mean that we are taking a break from making new content no because we have uh more episodes of our you know let's get weirding reads the dark tower so that'll be coming up next we got some uh fun new guests and some fun returning guests scheduled for those you don't want to miss those trust me no and i mean this is you know i'm gonna be re re and like coming back to wizard and glass seeing your least favorite my least favorite i'm gonna see you really you dislike it more than song of susanna i at least felt like things were happening in song of susanna and i wasn't just trapped in a very lengthy like last picture show coming of age story (laughs) yeah it's a lot (laughs) it is very lengthy it's very lengthy and very, like, I don't know. It just at a certain point, I was, I have talked before about how I feel about, like, prequels. And that's really what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, it is. It's a backstory, it but it's a little, also a prequel. It does get a little tragedy porn in, yes. in places. So, so there's that. We'll have a lot more to say about it. And then we'll be starting up our next season talking about children of dune i can't believe how fast this is going <laughs> like compared to dune <laughs> these are just <laughs> flying by and then i think yeah children of dune probably will too and then we'll be in mm-hmm. god emperor we'll just be going uh, uh... <laughs> exactly. just week after week of us going uh <laughs> but yeah so i want to thank everyone who uh hung in there while we were uh, slow getting this episode up. We just oh had my a God. lot of stuff going on. It week. has been just a week from just heck. I, just for myself, I had a migraine for two days 
and your then daughter had a birthday. My husband, my had daughter a had a birthday. My cat had a birthday. got sick. It's just like every single day it was like, yeah. we're going to record this episode. No, we are not. Yeah, it happened every single day. And every day we were, <laughs> you know, something came up. It was <laughs> feeling a very like a Twilight Zone episode. It, yeah. <laughs> just like everything was like, well, I'm really sick today, so we can't. It's like, oh, that's fine. We have tons of time. And then the right. next day I was sick again. It was like, hmm, all right, well, we'll, we'll keep going. And that, yeah, it was just like, what's happening? Also, while we're here, let's plug mm. our Patreon. We're on Patreon. Yes. We have, we put out early episodes of this show. You can get the show like before it drops on the main feed. You can get exclusive episodes of our patrons only show. We have to go back a lost podcast where we talk about lost. We're still in season one, uh, <laughs> having a lot of fun with that so yes. far. We do. Very we have much. our newsletter, our Q and a videos. We're going to be doing mini-sodes at some point, I swear. <laughs> I swear to God. But uh, we want to welcome our newest patron, Sleep Goblin Crafts. What? Yay! I was going to plug her, actually. Yeah, I was too. I was going <laughs> to check out Sleep Goblin Crafts. They're uh, a shop on Etsy. Really mm -hmm. great. I just got my Vampire Fang uh, earrings. They are so freaking cute. And I just um, got a custom amethyst and fluorite necklace for my vibes. Yeah, for good vibes. vibes only. So uh, we also want to thank uh, our newest reviewer, Montana Julie, which is a pretty cool name. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to read this review because it, it made me very happy. So um, repeat, I love this podcast. Thank you, Megan and Bo, for making it. Love the insightful Dune commentary, random tangents, and especially the Dark Tower bonus episodes. More of these soon, I hope. Five stars. Top notch. Highly recommend. That is from Julie. Julie, thank Yay, you. Yes, thank you. Oh, it's we, so nice. Like, I don't, like, oh, every time yeah, I get Yeah, I mean, review, that I'm just like, made my whole day reading it, and it, like, it costs you nothing to be nice. <laughs> Yeah, and you right? just make people happy by by doing that. Like, think about I mean, that. most people, just... good people. It's twenty twenty. <laughs> I think we could all just use yeah. it. Absolutely. So thank you. And if you guys want to leave us a review, we really appreciate it. It helps us out. Uh, you know, makes the show more visible, so mo more people listen to it. And we can keep making it. That's the goal. That's it absolutely the is, and. Yeah. And we're having a good time because it's Dune and it's we aren't going to get this movie forever. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the early episodes of this show are going to be such a time capsule when we go go back after the movie finally comes out. We finally, I will say one little thing just because uh, there were mm -hmm. some, I guess they're like pieces for a new game that leaked on Twitter that showed some yeah. more of the character designs. Mm -hmm. And it was mostly people we'd already seen. Uh, some of it was funny. Like the Jameis one is just the guy's IMDb picture. So I imagine yeah. they're going to switch that up. Uh, <laughs> although it's a fine picture. It's a very handsome man. So He's very thank handsome. you. Um, yeah. This is again, Dune. Hashtag. They're all handsome. And <laughs> there's everyone. Uh, except what did they do to poor Peter? <laughs> what did they do to David Desmachian? No. So I guess they wanted to, like, hey, remember in David Lynch's Dune how all the Mintats had, like, 
crazy eyebrows. Well, guess what? <laughs> These mid-tats don't have any eyebrows. They don't it's have different. any hair. Looks like an egg. <laughs> he does look like an egg. He looks like your round egg. Uh, yeah, anyone, if you listen to this, if you've not seen it on my Twitter at MP Sunday, we found a round egg. We got a dozen <laughs> eggs and my husband found one. It's round and it's Dude. very unnerving. Okay. I was making something the other day and it required break, you know, it required eggs. And I had just gone to the store and gotten jumbo eggs. And I don't know if it's like, how do they do this? But like, I had to crack four eggs and each and every egg was a double yolk. <gasps> What does it mean? Four in a row. Oh, double rainbow. That is, that has never happened to me. But yeah, Billy came out the other day and he said, I wanted to show you this. And he goes, it's a round egg. And I was like, what? Don't look. I, <laughs> what am I looking at? There's just something yeah. about it that's just very unsettling. It's like the time my friend and I saw a green pizza hut. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like, I don't like this. This is just the slightest bit. Just it like, it no. feels like an episode of Sliders. Yeah, it's like, well, there's a reason you call things egg-shaped, because there should be like an egg. Like, this is... Yeah. What are you? Oh, poor little mutant egg. <laughs> I'm sure it was there. still just as delicious. Oh, it's still in our fridge. Yeah. I think we're, all, I think we're afraid of it. <laughs> going to well, draw a face on it. It'll look like I mean, you kind of have to at this point, yeah. <laughs> It'll look like a Mentat. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. <laughs> Hashtag round egg. <laughs> yeah, thanks everyone. Be nice and uh, take your spice. Take your spice. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye.